All right, everybody, it is once again the Kingdom Come podcast. This week, I am joined by the one and only Mr. Amon Lot, a.k.a. Country Lot, striving for a lot, shots by a lot. What else you want to plug, my brother? Hey, man, you, you, did, a, you did a great welcome right now, <laughs> my brother. I'm happy to be on this morning. Oh, excuse me, this afternoon. I'm happy to be here. Hey man, um, I just know I don't know about you, but I'm excited. You know, real football hey, man, finally we got started. Some football. We, we got some football that counts. We've had NFL football, but we finally got some football that counts, man. Uh, so week one officially kicked off with the with the Bears and the Packers on Thursday night football, but Joe Jags and my Chiefs face off Sunday afternoon. I got to give the, the listeners a, a quick uh, tidbit. If y'all don't know, we played last year, and we both were in school. We both were on the radio show. So shout out to the Playmakers. Yep. We we were going head-to-head about this, and they, they lined us up in Arrowhead. But I told them, we're coming back. They called us They called us down bad. We had Blake Borders at quarterback, and now we got Nick Foles. I'm not saying he's Peyton Manning. I'm not saying he's the savior, but he's better than Bortles. And you'll see the difference Sunday. First of all, saying. first of all, we can both agree that any quarterback in the NFL was better than uh than Blake Bortles for for y'all right, these right. last few years. But let's be realistic. The last time we saw Nick Foles start an entire season, it was what about five years ago with Chip uh, Kelly as the head coach in Philadelphia. He's also a Super Bowl MVP, brother. You're right. You know, You're I, right. I don't know how many QBs can say that. You can't just walk off the street and do that now, Dad. I'm not, like I told you, I'm not saying he's the prodigal son and he's going to be the savior for the Jaguars and we go going to the Super Bowl this year, but I think we will have a much better efficient offense and be able to move the ball vertically downfield and it's going to open up the run game, man. We couldn't do so with, with Blake. Teams were disrespecting us, loading the box up because they knew we could not push the ball downfield, you know? That's true, that's true. But um even last year when when the Jags came to Arrowhead, they Blake Bortles right. put up four hundred yards through the air, so but that was an entirely new defense. So y'all got a new quarterback. But, 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 no, but you, but we you got a new defense. Garbage. Those were garbage. Uh, you right. Garbage time yards. Garbage time now, yards. Y'all, y'all y'all had the game. Y'all did have the game. I I give y'all credit where it's due. I think last year when you look at last year. Tyreek Hill uh, was guarded by Jalen Ramsey, seven targets, he had four catches, 66 yards. He didn't really have much of an impact. But the player of that game last year was Travis Kelsey to me. You know, I think he's just a matchup nightmare. Uh, that's always been our problem, guarding tight ends. So we're going to see what happens Sunday. But I think he has a big game Sunday, too. My, my take this week, listen, my heart as a fan, I want us to win. But I'm a realist and not an idealist, man. I think that you guys are going to win the ball game. But I think it's a possibility due to the climate. Now, Dad, it's going to be hot out there. It's going to be hot and muggy, especially with that that hurricane just came through the area, man. just left. It's going to be very humid and sticky out there. Are those guys hydrated enough? Because KC feels a little bit different now. You're right. I'll give you that. I'll give you that. But I want you to understand, I've said this before. We had this conversation back, what, right before the preseason started, you know, I, we got a team full of soldiers. They ready for any weather. That's the beauty of playing oh, in an outdoor stadium in the Midwest, go. man. Here you go. I'm, I'm just oh, letting tell, you know, tell man. This, tell me this. Tell me this now, okay? Because, see, 
weeks ago, I watched a Bengals team led by Andy Dalton with no A.J. Green walk down the field on you guys with the first team. So I don't know if this new improved defense with Teron Matthew and Frank Clark and company is going to be enough. Talk to me about it now, Dennis, because I have hey, questions. Listen, I've said this before, and I'll say it again until I'm blue in the face. This defense isn't going to be a top 10 defense by any stretch of the imagination. But they can't be worse than they was last year. We was a bottom feeder on defense. Hey, My bet. Look, nothing, never say nothing out there. It was a bottom feeder, man. It was like twenty <laughs> seventh in the league on defense. Like you can't get much true, worse than true. that. And they've got a better defense no, than some all, all, than some all teams. Jokes aside, all jokes aside, adding Teron Matthew on the back end is a big help. I mean, he 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 would show up. You know, you had Eric Berry hurt last year, so you didn't have any consistent safety play. Um, I like Frank Clark giving you an edge rusher, even though you lost D4. I don't know if Frank Clark is D4, vice versa, so we'll see. We'll see there, you know, and then you, uh, big man Chris Jones in the middle holding it down. I like him. So, I mean, we'll see. I, how, do you, how do you feel about cornerback, bro? That corner, man, corner's a weak point. I'm, I'll be honest about it. Corner's a weak point. There's been some questions about it all through camp and everything, but that first, those first team corners, man, I don't think they're going to be as bad as what people fear, right? Okay. I don't think they're going to be as bad as what people fear. But regardless of how well or how bad the defense plays, this game is going to honestly come down to Mahomes, Hill, uh, Kelsey, a healthy Sammy Watkins, that high-powered offense, that legion of Zoom up against Jalen Ramsey. I like that. Jalen Ramsey, uh, Calais Campbell, Miles Jack, that that Saxonville defense. That's what that's where that's where the game's gonna be won. It's gonna be won in the trenches with that Saxonville front seven versus the Chiefs offensive line. That's how this game Absolutely. is gonna be won and lost. Absolutely. It's I not agree. gonna come down I to think, I'll say this. I think that you guys will you know, we're not gonna be able to just stop you guys every, you know, possession. You guys are gonna score points. But what I think we can we can make it close is we have John uh, DiFilippio, who was the Eagles' offensive coordinator and the Vikings' offensive coordinator as well. Mm-hmm. He's had great success in clock management and play-action calling. So I feel like, hey, if you guys come out and score early, boom, we get the ball back and we, we, we go pump out a long drive and, and get points out of it. If it's three, if it's seven, if we get anything out of it and take time off the clock, if we make this thing a, a time crunch for you guys, because – we got to play keep away. We know that Mahomes can get up and down the field. You added Nico Hardman, who's crazy. You got Tyreek Hill. Speed everywhere. But you, you are 100% correct. But the best offense is defense. If we can keep you guys off the field, we, we'll be in good shape, man. And like I said, in, at home, we have a great home atmosphere, just like you guys. So I think that crowd is going to be rocking for week one. And it's going to be a bunch of fresh air for Nick Foles. I mean, we're really going to get a chance to see Nick Foles against a bad defense. I don't, I'm not afraid of you guys defensively now. I mean, up front, we're healthy finally with mm-hmm. the whole line. So may, may, maybe we can get some things going. And this, to me to me right here, Dan, this is a make-or-break year for Leonard Fournette. Uh, he really either has – it's boom or bust. He has to go for 1,000 yards. It's been shaky with management, with Tom Coughlin and company. So we don't know what their plans are for him in the future. So he has to solidify himself as a, still a top back. Because as a rookie, he showed flashes of being one of the top five backs in the league. Yeah, but you them know, injuries, them injuries really hurt him, man. Yeah. Them injuries, the injuries is what's really hurt him. 
Um, Absolutely. As far as Leonard Fournette, I'm expecting him to be a key factor. He's going to be the X factor. It's not going to be Nick Foles. It's not going to be Jalen Ramsey. Okay. It's not going to be Campbell or Miles Jack or it's it's not going to be none of those guys. The the man that de- determines if the uh, if Jacksonville is going to win this game is going to be number twenty seven Leonard Fournette. And the reason I say this is Leonard Fournette is the is the exact reason why the Chiefs switched from the three four to the four three. That type the type of player that Leonard Fournette can be. Hold on, folks. He has some te- technical difficulties. We had a a disconnect with the phone call. I'll get him back on the line. No, that's all right. Just a couple technical difficulties, man. Um, but like I was saying, you know, it's gonna come down to Leonard Fournette. He's the reason that this four that this four three has been put into place. Because you remember last year, the Chiefs' run defense couldn't stop a nosebleed. They couldn't stop a nosebleed. Anytime the, an opposing team decided to run, they're gashing them for five, six yards, right? I truly feel like that kind of was the X factor in the AFC Championship game versus New England. They threw like a three-headed mustache at you guys with Burkhead and Michelle and White. Exactly. And I feel like if you guys could have got some stops, you know, down the stretch and hey, even if D4 wasn't offside, you never know what, 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 what might have came from that. You know, but hey, yeah. I neither here nor there. But like you said, the run defense will be a, a, a problem. Uh, but I will say this: I like I, I like our chances up front. You know, besides Chris Jones, I don't know guys who we really have to block. I mean, Frank Clark is a great pass rusher, but how yeah. run defense? You know. But I mean, because they got this four three set, right? You've got Chris Jones, right. and you know we was we was down there in Tallahassee, right across the tracks from FSU. Derek Naughty's on that front on that front line. That's a big boy right there. That's a big okay. that's a that's a big boy to move. That's a big boy to move. I'm not saying he's gonna, you know, I'm not saying he's gonna wreck the wreck the game or anything like that. If anybody's gonna wreck the game on that front four, it's gonna be Chris Jones, right? But Derek Naughty, that's a grown man. That is a hard man to move. That's a a solid human being, right? But the type of I, actually, I think it's gonna come down to running games on both sides, right? Because you know the Chiefs they just signed with Sean McCoy, right? Right. He's got that experience in Andy Reid's offense in, in in his system, so he doesn't have to readjust. He doesn't have to take that time away to learn the playbook, learn the verbiage, and everything like that. He doesn't have to take that time, so he could be spending. He can just get right in and contribute, right? But, but let me tell, tell me this. Tell me this, because I've spoken to guys, you know, like Robert, your fellow Chief Chief uh, fans, and. They, they said that Damian Woods was supposed to be the true number one back this year. He and is. And now that you plug you plug Shady McCoy in, what, what, what role is that? I'm seeing a lot of Chiefs writers think that Shady ends up leading the team in, in, in rushing because of, uh, because of his familiarity with Andy Reid's system. But I don't know, would, would that spell some of Damian Williams' uh, growth as a back? You know, what do you think about that? I don't know. I don't think that he's going to come in and be like the top guy or anything like that for the running game. What Andy Reid came out and said literally right before the start of the preseason um, was that they were committed to a running back by committee this season, right? So you've got Damian Williams, you got uh, Daryl Williams, you've got Shady McCoy and um, Darwin Thompson, the rookie, right? So you've got four solid backs because Darwin Thompson showed me a lot in this preseason that I really liked. He's good out of the backfield in the pass game. Uh, he's able to, you know, burst through the hole and get between the tackles. He's, you know, he's not the he's not the biggest running back on the field, but 
he's not the biggest running back in the league or anything like that, but he's not afraid of contact. And, you know, I'm, a, I'm I'll be honest, I'm an old school guy. I like that. I like, I like to see people hit. I like to see people hit, man. I'm, I like to see people who aren't afraid of contact. And so I like that about him. So you've got what could potentially become a, become a four a four headed beast in the backfield, right? And then you throw in Mahomes and everything he can do, and the matchup nightmare that is Travis Kelsey, and then the speedy receivers and Tyreek Hill, who congratulations to him just signed a three year extension worth fifty four million dollars. That boy got paid. You've got and a healthy Sam. Right, he getting Odell and nearly he getting like. He getting top three receiver money right now. Yeah, he getting top three receiver money now. But the there's the the matchup nightmare of Travis Kelsey. There's Tyreek Hill, who, you know, as much as I'll tell you this time and time again, a lot is I love Jalen Ramsey. When everybody was getting on his head last season about him calling out these other these opposing quarterbacks and these other players, yeah. they was like, he needs to shut up and just go out and play. Nah, I love that. I love that kind of confidence. If you don't think you're the best on the planet, then you absolutely won't be the best on the planet. And he's a top-tier cornerback. But the fact of the matter is, I don't think he's going to be able to shadow Tyreek Hill for a full four quarters. The man does too much. The man's got too much speed. I'm not saying that he won't hey, be able to do. Let me, let, let, let's let's say this. Here's here's my bold prediction. Chiefs may win, but Ramsey gets to get gets his hands on one. Hey, it'd be nice to see. It'd be nice to see that, because I, I, I like I think, Ramsey. I think that's good TV. That's good TV. That's good TV. For me. That that's that's the only way I'd be satisfied with a L as long as 2.0 can get his hands on one. Because I'll tell you something. Listen, man. And coming out of college, I thought Jalen was more a safety type prospect because of his long, his length, mm-hmm. about six foot one, six foot two. He could, he, he's rangy, can, he's, he had great ball skills. I didn't think he was going to be a premier cover corner, but man, he has to, he has developed into a big time quarterback. And I think, man, this year he can really submit himself as one of those all time guys. You know, when you're putting together two to three seasons in a row, all pro, all rookie, you know what I mean? Like, Put, putting together that consistency. So I think this year he can cement himself. And uh, Todd Walsh, our defensive coordinator, clearly feels the same because he came out and said that, man, his maturity has grown so much, we have to let him follow these guys around at this point. You know what I mean? So, I mean, when you look at our schedule, not to get away from the Chiefs, but you look at our schedule, we're going to see Michael Thomas this year. You know, we got to see T.Y. Hilton, those guys. We're going to see a lot of big time. You got to see DeAndre Hopkins twice. Got to see D. Hop again, like twice a year. Just like always, it's going to be some big-time matchups to really see where Jalen is amongst the guys in the league. Because I don't, I don't know if we can compare a corner. Who, who, who's a corner, you know, that can, you think is in that top top DB in the league, uh, top cornerback in the league conversation? I don't, I don't really know. I mean, outside, right I mean, it, outside of Jalen Ramsey, you know, you immediately go to guys like Patrick Peterson, right? He okay. he's he's been doing it for a while, and then there's guys right. like Stephon Gilmore up in New England, right? He is a great I, corner. I, okay, tell me, listen, let me let me. I don't mean to interject, but I don't know if I I look at Gilmore as that guy as being a top corner. Like I, I like him. I think he's very solid. But he's, I, I don't know if I if, if I think. I think of him being the best quarterback. Oh, no, I'm not saying he's, he's – I'll never say – I'm not by any means saying that he's the best, but he's one of the best. He's one he's of – He's in that conversation. He's in that conversation. He's easily a top five corner. He's that good. He he can he can take you out – he can take your top receiver out of a game 
um, okay. if if they have him shadow that that top receiver all game. He he's got that kind of ability, right? But in my opinion, I think Jalen Ramsey is the best corner in the NFL right now, right? You know, will he continue that trend this year and you know further on to his career? I certainly hope so because I've been a fan of him since he came into the league, right? I honestly wish yeah. the Chiefs would have had that pick and been able to pick him up because they needed cornerback help for years, for years, man. The last time they had, well, I mean, they had Marcus Peters, but that only lasted a couple years, man. That he didn't really get no good use out of him. Um, man, Peters, Peters was was legit, man. He was Peters nice. Was legit. You didn't get the he you didn't get the full use out of him though, and it, and it it hurts me that they didn't. But you know, that's in the past. You got to move forward, right? But anyway, man, like I said, it's really going to come, like I said before, it's going to come down to the running game for y'all. If y'all can establish the running game, that'll open yep. up the passing game for y'all. Eat up right? the clock, eat up the clock. You want that clock moving, man. Because if, if, if it's a three and out type of game for us, it'll oh, be it's, it's going to be it's going to be over quick, fast, and in a hurry if y'all have back-to-back three and out drives, right? Yep. If you have, maybe, if you have, Two or three drives where not even it doesn't even have to be three and out, but two two and three drive two or three drives back to back early in the game where you're punting the football. That's two or three drives in a row that you didn't put up points against Patrick Mahomes, right? And that's like taking it back in the day. You didn't want to go two and three drives and not put up points against a quarterback like Tom Brady or Peyton Manning or Drew Brees, right? You didn't want to do that because you knew they was going to just go down the field and at least put up three. Right, they were going to at least put their team in the position to put up three. And to your point about Jalen Ramsey, and it, it will make for really good TV, right? You know, Hill yeah. might get the better of him at the end of the day. Chiefs win the game, but your your prediction that uh, he gets his hands on one, right? He gets right. his hands on at least one. That be that be really great TV. But let me tell you why I don't necessarily think that's going to happen. Right, Patrick Mahomes rookie season. Right, he sat behind arguably one of the smartest decision makers in the NFL, in Alex Smith. The guy never turns the ball over. He protects the ball with his life. Right, and then his second season, he throws fifty touchdowns and twelve interceptions. What I saw from him in the little bit of time he was on the field in the preseason, he's making his reads faster. He's making better reads. So unless Jalen Ramsey does something to disguise his coverage very well to the point that Mahomes is completely befuddled and confused by it, I don't necessarily know know that he's gonna then, let's, let's, be in the position. Let's, let's not. No, let's not forget. I know he that he's is great. A now. He, he is. is a he is. Now. He's you gonna know, try to make he, some of them throws that he doesn't need to I, make. I truly. I I I'm a fan, man. He's he's one of my fantasy quarterbacks. <laughs> I, I I won't even lie. He's one of my fantasy QBs. I'm a fan, so I'm gonna be bittersweet watching the game. Like, uh, like score, but don't don't score that fast. You know what I mean? Like, <laughs> that's why I'm having trouble with my predictions. I've been reading up on on some things, preparing for the show this week, and I've seen a lot of the Chiefs writers are throwing around 41, 14, no, 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 45, no. 20. Mm-mm. I and I and I've seen a couple guys, and this is right where I'm at, somewhere around the line of 34 to 25, 26, or 35, 31. I feel like it could be a close game up until the late third quarter. You guys may pull away in the fourth. You know, I, I don't I don't think it's going to be a blowout type of, you know, normal Chiefs fashion game where they're putting up 400, 
you know, 400 yards. Everybody got touches and everybody going crazy. I don't think it's going to be that type of ball game just because of, because of the climate and it's week one. You know, guys did have a preseason, but this is the first time a lot of the starters are going full throttle, you know. So I, I think it'll be a few mistakes on both sides, but I'll take the Chiefs for the win. But you know you're going to have to bring me back on with some Jaguars getting mm-hmm. a W, so we're going to discuss this now. Man, I'm going to bring you back on here either way because, you know, I've said this before, man. I really admire your work as a journalist, man. You really know your stuff. You know My what brother. you be talking about. My brother. I and, it, man. hey, you got to, you know, I, I, say it, I say it all the time, man. It's only a matter of time till we have to meet back up at the top. <laughs> but come I will Come on now I will I'll, I'll give my, my prediction real quick And as far as the writers Are talking about 41-14 Chiefs haven't had a 41-14 win Since 2013 I think When they Just destroyed <laughs> The uh the Patriots And everybody thought It was the end of Belichick and Brady Right That 41-14 right. game When they just They just had Brady's number That game But they're going to put up that points. Was Alex Smith, wasn't it? That was Alex Smith. That was Alex Smith. But they're going to have they're going to have their um they're going to put their points up. That's I'm not worried about the Chiefs putting up points. That's that's a formality. That's almost a formality. They're going to put up points. The question for me is going to be how well this defense holds up, right? Okay. I yeah. think if somehow the Jags defense is able to hold the Chiefs under 28 points, the Jags might walk away with a win. That that's what listen. And see, that's what I'm saying. If 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 it can get a if it can be a tight game, at least through the first half. You know what I mean? Because one thing that you guys do a great job of doing is start fast. They come out of the gate quick. Mm-hmm. So, but if you, if we can get a couple stops early, I may even hold you guys to three here or there. Well hold on now, hold on. I, I get what you're saying, man, but the, let's go back to the two games against the uh, the Patriots last season for the Chiefs, right? Absolutely yeah. horrible first halves. And then I don't know if it was what Andy Reid threw up in the game plan and switched it up or if it was Mahomes took that first half to kind of get settled in with what the defense was doing. But he absolutely right. went off in that second half. So, you know, even getting some stops early may not guarantee that you keep them from putting up points upon points upon points. But my, my – my prediction, I'm you know, I'm a homer. And I still I think there's a po- there there's a possibility that the Jags could win this game, but I'm taking the Chiefs. Um I'm gonna say about 33-28. No, I'll make that 34-28. They'll put up two field goals. That's gonna be the difference. And I'll take that. I'll take that. I really would. I would take that. As a week one with the new QB, I would take that at home. It'll be a tough loss, but at the same time, these guys were potentially Super Bowl uh, representatives of the AFC. You know, hey, for all we know, man. Hey, for all we know, this might not be the last time. The next time we we talk Jags and Chiefs, it might be the AFC Championship. Hey, it might be. It might be, my brother. Listen, listen to what I'm saying, like, cause see. We had a historic defensive run the year we went to the AFC Championship. Just a horrible quarterback. And a horrible quarterback. And you guys had a historic offensive run last year with a horrible defense. So both of these things have been tried to, you know, been fixed mm -hmm. over the offseason. So we're going to see what's going to happen moving forward. I'm excited, man. Hit me up for game day, man. I want to. 
I want to know why the game's going on, how you feeling about this thing, man. So it should be a real good one, man. Oh, for sure, man, for sure. Hey, thanks a lot, man, for being on the show, show and joining and, you know, just chopping it up with me, man. No problem, man. Hey, man, you guys check out my boy Dad, man. He's a big-time, big-time journalist making his imprint on this industry, and this won't be the last you hear from us. All right, well, I'll holler at you later, brother. All right, my brother, man. Take it easy. All right, you too. All right, everybody, that's going to do it for this week for the Kingdom Come podcast. Join next week as we talk more on a little bit of a recap from the season opener against Jacksonville and look into week two and any other news involving the Chiefs, the Raiders by default, uh, I hate to say that, the Chargers and what's going on with them and even the Broncos. If it pertains to the Chiefs or affects the Chiefs, you can hear about it here on the Kingdom Come podcast. I'm Desmond D.K. Howard. I'll catch y'all next time.